0: Thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced, and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all.
1: We'll read in just a moment, but I'll remind you of where we are in the Word of God. For the last two Sundays, we've been preaching on this subject, how to be happy. I believe every person in this room would agree that we want to be happy. We live in a country where life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are written into our very foundational documents. And yet, when they've done a survey of Americans to ask, are you happy? Only one in three would even dare to say, you know, I think I'm happy. So that brings us to the question that we've been dealing with the last few weeks, which is simply this. If everyone wants to be happy, then why are so few people actually happy? And what conclusion we've come to has simply been everyone wants to be happy, but not everyone knows how to be happy. Jesus here in Luke chapter number 6 begins talking about the blessed life. Now, the word we might use for that in our day is the happy life, the fulfilled life, the full life. And when we think of a blessed, happy life, we think of a life with a large family. We think of a life with wealth and and, and with health and uh, defeated enemies. We think of material things that will satisfy us. But what we've discovered over the last few weeks is you can have a fine home. You can have a wonderful family. You can have your health and you still might find that you're not happy. And honestly, what Jesus tells us here is that there are things in this life that we may look to to give us happiness. Things like people. Sometimes we think, well, if I was just getting along with everyone, then I'd be happy. If everyone just treated me a little bit better and with the respect that I deserve, then I would be happy. Or we think, you know what, if I had the wealth, if I had the the influence and the connections, then I would be happy. If people just treated me right, if people just treated me the way that I feel I deserve to be treated, then I would be happy. But here's what we find in the Word of God. We cannot control what other people do. That's the tr- you can't make anyone do anything. I'll tell people oftentimes when I'm dealing with them about their salvation, we come to the verse that says, If thou shalt believe in thine heart, the Lord Jesus. And I'll make this statement to them. i say, you know, I could grab you right now, and I love it when we're in the jail especially, and I say this, i look at those men, and I'll say, you know, I could come into your cell right now, and I could take you by the arm, I could twist your arm, and I could get you to pray a prayer. But ultimately, even as I get you to do what I want you to do, it's not from your heart. It's not real, and I can't make anyone in this room Room or anyone else in this world do what I want them to do. I can't control the circumstances of my life. I wish that I could. I wish that I could decree and declare that COVID would never enter into the doors of this church. I can't do it. I wish that I could decree and declare that you would never have hardships and you'd never have trials, but I cannot do that. You see, we can't control the circumstances of our life, but we can control how we react to it. I cannot control if things come into my life that make me happy, but I can control how I respond to the things that do come in my life. Here's how we would think we could be happy. Everyone treats me good. Everyone treats me right. Everything happens just when I want it to happen, and then I'll be happy. But here's what Jesus says. If you want to live a blessed life, if you want to live a happy life, number one, here it is, be patient. I want it, and I want it right now. Popcorn at our house takes two minutes to cook. And you say, that's not cooking, preacher. It is when I'm the one making dinner, alright? It takes two minutes to cook. And for that popcorn to take two minutes, it seems like an eternity. It seems like forever. Why? Because I want it, I want it done, and I want it done right, and I want it done right now. But you know what the Lord Jesus says? In this life, you're going to have tribulation. You look at it. We preached on it a few weeks ago. He said, they're going to cast you out of polite society. He said, they're going to speak ill of you. They're going to mock you. They're going to deride you. Uh, They're going to treat you like the offscouring and the dirt of the earth. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be weeping. You're going to have sorrow and sadness. And he said, listen though, rejoice for great is your reward in heaven. If you want to be happy, I'm not telling you not to enjoy life. Enjoy life. Man, I love having a good time. I love carrying on. I love telling jokes, and I love especially telling cheesy jokes. I love life, and I enjoy my life. You think if I'm not enjoying... Hey, baby girl, she's looking at me. You think I'm not enjoying that little girl, you're out of your mind. I'm enjoying life. But I also know this, disappointments come in this life. People run your name through the mud in this life. Things break in this life. Things aren't the way they should be in this life. And you've got to realize this, there is a better place and a better world to come. And Jesus said, so rejoice for great is your reward in heaven. I'm not telling you pie in the sky, I'm just telling you this, if you want to be happy, be patient. Number two, I believe Jesus teaches us, if you want to be happy the way we said it last week was this, don't treat people the way they deserve to be treated, but treat people the way that God has treated you. We can say it this way, number one, if you want to be happy, be patient. Number two, if you want to be happy, be kind. When they curse you, you speak well of them. When they cast you out, you pray for them and you pray for God's blessing. When they strike you on the one cheek, you turn to them the other cheek. Because we realize we cannot control the circumstances of our life, but we can choose the attitude that we'll have. We can choose the reaction that we'll have. So be patient and be kind. Be ye kind, hearted forgiving one another as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Now, When I said I was going to preach a series of messages on how to be happy, how many of you thought the answer was going to be, you be patient. You bear up with the things that are unsatisfactory in your life. You be good to the people who are ugly to you. That's not what we think of when we think of happiness. We think I'll be happy when I get everything that I want and I get it right now. We think I'll be happy when I'm the top dog and I don't have to worry about being kind to anybody. Everybody's got to be good to me, but I don't have to worry about anybody else. Once I'm the top, then I'll be happy. And Jesus says, That is not where you or I will find happiness. But I'll say this, if everybody wants to be happy, and so few people are happy, why don't we look to the One who created this life? Why don't we look to the One who created delight and created joy and say, Lord, how would You have me to live my life so my life can be what You desire it to be, but also what I desire it to be? I want to give you a third truth today. I thought this was going to be four messages, but I believe as I've studied further, it's really just three thoughts. So I'm going to give you the third thought today, and we'll move on next week to Luke chapter number 7. But if you want to be happy in your life, are you ready for it? How many of you want to be happy? Just raise your hand for a minute. How many of you want to have, if you're married, a happy marriage? Would you raise your hand for a minute? How many of you want to have a happy home if you've got children? Would you raise your hand for a minute? I'm going to help you today. If you want to be happy, are you ready? Are you ready? Say amen if you're ready. If you want to be happy, here it is. Be submissive. Isn't that just about a dirty word? I'm going to be happy, you're telling me, by doing what someone else wants me to do. I'm going to be happy by when my husband says, Honey, you know I love you. You know I'd lay my life down for you. But in this case, this is what we need to do. And this is not a matter for us to join together and reach a conclusion. The conclusion is reached. And you mean I'm going to be happy when I look at that man and I submit to him? Yeah you mean in the life of the church and in the life of the body that there's going to be times that the pastor in accord with the word of God is going to look at me as a church member and say listen i'm not doing this because i want to hurt you i'm not doing this because i want to lord over you or be a dictator but will you just work with me for a minute i know that one day i'm going to give an account for your soul so i want you to do this i'm asking you to do this and you're telling me that i'll be happier if i submit to the leaders that god has put over me? Yeah. You say, preacher, I can't believe that. Preacher, I can't find that. I can't can't wrap my mind around that. Well, let's see what Jesus has to say about it. Verse number 37, He says, if you want to be blessed, you want to be happy, judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Verse 39 of Luke 6 says, and He spake a parable unto them. Now we're going to look, there's four different parables, maybe two parables with, with several stories put in, but I'm going to say four parables that are given here today that show us how we can have a good and a happy and a fulfilled life. But if I had to draw it all down to two key verses that's going to say everything that I'm going to try to say today over the next few minutes, I'll give them to you right here. Verse number 46. And why call ye me, Lord, Lord? Now, of course, He is the Lord. He's God. But that phrase there, Lord, Lord, means this, Master, Master. Maybe in our vernacular we would say it this way, Boss, Boss. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, Master, Master, Boss, Boss, Lord, Lord? And do not the things which I say, "...whosoever cometh unto me, and heareth my sayings, and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like." Heavenly Father, I pray You'll help us today. Make it clear. Make it plain. Hide me behind the cross. Empty me of self. Fill me with the Spirit. Let me be a help to Your people. Don't let me say anything I don't need to, and everything that You'd have me to. I pray You'll bless the people. Save souls today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Jesus says, you want to live a blessed life? You want to live a happy life? Here's how you'll do it. You call me Lord, Lord. Another place He says, you call me Lord and you do well, for that's exactly who I am. I want you to realize something today. We we say this from time to time. Make Jesus the Lord of your life. That's a good thing to say. I don't have a problem with it, but hear me and hear me well. Jesus does not need you to make Him Lord of anything. He is the Lord. He is the Master. He is the Supreme. He is the Ruler of all things, including you and including me. But He says, you say the right thing about me, but then you don't do the right thing in response to that. He said, you call me Master. You call me Lord, you call me boss, but then you don't do what I say. Can you imagine if you went into work tomorrow and your boss were to walk up to say, listen, there's some things we've got to get done before lunchtime today. I know what you normally do on Mondays, but this is what we have to do today. We have got to get this done and this done and that and thus, and we've got to get all this done. And you look at them and you say, boss, boss, how I love you. Master, Master, how wonderful you are. Your instructions are sweeter to me than honey. And I thank you so much for them. Then lunchtime comes and they come back with their list. and They look at you and say, did you get this and did you get that? You say, no, but Master, Master, your words were sweeter to me than honey. You know what your boss would look at you and say? Why do you call me boss if you're not going to do what I say? And Jesus says, why do you call me Lord? Oh, it's the right title for sure, but why do you call me Lord if you're not going to be obedient to what I say? You hear my sayings, but then it's not enough just to hear.
0: Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yankinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit Northwoodbandist.us. or you can call us at 336-677-3781. Or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.